and welcome back to 30-something Inversion. I have Keisha Simone as a guest host tonight, and we're going to be talking about surviving uh, surviving being an entrepreneur during a pandemic. Um, Keisha, I'm going to let her actually introduce herself and her company, and then I'm going to show y'all, like, not all of the pieces that I have from her, but some of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, hello. My name is Keisha Simone Stanback. Um, I am from um, Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm originally from Jacksonville, but I live in Raleigh. Um, my business is Accessorize. It's a accessor accessory line um, specializing in accessories that celebrate women of color. Um, I offer something for everybody, but primarily it is celebrating women that look like us, melanin, um, a lot of pieces that are inspirational, um, and with my brand is a celebration of your features. Um, so I actually met, I think you on Instagram are in a, a, mm -hmm. a chat that when we, were, when we were starting our businesses. But yeah, yeah. that's a little about me and my business. Awesome. So if you have, um, I think the first piece that she, I got from you was talking about something dealing with uh, like life and keeping pushing or whatever, some black earrings. And I like had them on one night, one out. And then I got these teacher ones. And then my favorite piece of all pieces is this little bangle that says, thou shall not try me 24 seven. And then I have the one that says, all is within me. I have another bangle that says, keep fucking going on the inside. Like that, I love that. <laughs> like to look down at that one. I have the unk. And then I have 
uh, I, I reached out to her and I was like, can you make some earrings with my business logo on it? And she did some studs, which are not in this box, strangely enough. And she did these as well. And then my other favorite piece that I actually have on. Stop oh, okay. <laughs> you got everything. You got everything. <laughs> you got all my inventory. <laughs> So oh, yes, I do shop with Accessorize and I shop with it because of uh, just what she said. Like it's so empowering and like the one that says keep fucking going that I got that one during a time where I wasn't depressed or anything like that, but I was like really stressed with work and just life in general. And I was like, I just got to keep fucking going mm -hmm. every day. I have to keep fucking going. And that's no, what I, a lot of people, a lot of people when they share with me, it's kind of like one lady bought a bracelet. I think it was the I Am Enough. She bought it for herself. And I was at a vendor show and she went, like she texted me from my number on the business card. And she was like, Keisha, you know, do you have any more of these? Like my, I think it was a friend of hers was going through something. She was like, I had to give it to her right off my wrist. So it was, it's stuff like that. But if you notice, it's also like stuff that kind of like the still I rise, the Maya Angelou, the phenomenal woman. <laughs> so that does represent women of color. So I wanted I wanted to be special to us, but be for everybody, but especially like when people see it like that still I rise, they know, okay, that's Maya Angelou or from phenomenal woman, they know that's a black woman. So I know from um, following you on Facebook and Snapchat that you are a poet, mm -hmm. right? Um, <clears throat> what made you get into uh this entrepreneurial business like wanting to do accessories and taking I, I you just stop me if i'm wrong but i feel like it was the understanding of the poetry that you read that you delved into that part of the literature that made you want to go and be able to put words to uh, accessories that women can wear to uplift them so my passion is i never thought that i would own a business and have an accessory line that was never my go my passion is poetry and all the poetry that i've ever written has been about inspiring little girls and women i've been writing since i think i was i want to say my first oracle oratorical contest was in seventh grade so and it was always stuff like that i was going through as a child and i would like write it down but i would never share it like getting made fun of because of uh the color of my skin uh, how dark I was, or uh, maybe in, you know, having broad shoulders, full lips, um, seeing my sister get made fun of because we're both, you know, dark skin. And I would just write it down. I would just write it down. And I would, I wouldn't, I might laugh with them or, you know, I would never say anything. I would just write poetry about it. I would write exactly how I felt. And then when I went home a couple years ago, um, and I was still writing. I've always been creative stuff. And I was still writing. I was doing spoken word. But when I went home a couple of years ago, my mom had a, a Tupperware with a lot of poetry that I had written, like stuff, pictures. And when I saw it, it was like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh my goodness, like Keisha, you used to feel this way. And like, I would never want another little girl to look in the mirror and be like, okay, because I'm dark skinned, I'm not pretty or I'm not pretty as the next person. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what can I do? to inspire little girls that look like me to love themselves and to celebrate, you know, their features. And that's when I was like, you know what, accessories. I was like, I, I love jewelry. I wear accessories. I make jewelry, I make things. So I was like, you know what, accessories. I said, I thought about seeing mantras and I thought about 
uh, reading these, me writing my poems, and I thought about the little quotes I used to write, and I thought about like when I was sad and I was writing in a notebook, I was writing stuff like, keep going. You know, it wasn't keep effing going, but it was keep going. It was stuff like, mm -hmm. I am enough. It was like, your black is beautiful. So I was like, why not put that in a bangle? Like, why not put that on jewelry that somebody can look at every day? Because typically, when you leave the house, you want to have a pair, a, wear, a woman wants to wear earrings most of the time, or a bracelet, or a necklace. So I was like, put little mm -hmm. simple reminders on that for people to wear, you know, wearable art. That's what I call it. I call it wearable art. Yeah. Um, it's jewelry, but ultimately, it's, it's my art. You know, and it's not, I don't write full poems on the poetry, but it's art on the pieces, but it's little pieces of me to want mm -hmm. to inspire somebody else. That is so awesome. I love that story. So your mom was also writing poetry too. No, no, she, she, she wasn't writing. She, oh, it she, was your poetry. She, it was my stuff that she kind of packed away and was like, okay, take this, take this back, get it out of my house. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I just was going through everything and I was like, oh, this is my old poetry because I have my stuff from like the past, you know, eight years, but stuff when I was like in high school and in middle school, that stuff she had. And I'm like, the stuff that I was writing about, you know, when I was 14 is the same stuff that I'm writing about when I'm 30, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, yeah. it's still relevant. So why not put it out there? Yeah. Oh, that is so awesome. I'm um, a poet as well. I just published a book of poetry January 3rd. Okay, and I'm working on, thank you, working on the second book. And it's actually just poems that, this second book is going to have two, one poem that I wrote while I was still in high school. And then the other was from college. Oh, wow. So it was like, oh, old, old poetry that I was like, no, I've always wanted to. I, I did a contest in college and I won and was placed in this anthology. And since then, I've always like, I'm a published author, but I want to have my own book. I want to have my own anthologies. And that's what I'm doing now. So that's like awesome. To yes, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it was sort of like arrived out of the same thing. Um, I was bullied when I moved to Mississippi because I talked fast. Um, my mom was <laughs> strict. She wasn't like other parents where you can go outside and do certain stuff. So um, because of that, I poured in support. I remember like mm -hmm. at nine writing a poem for every alphabet and it talked about like my bad day or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As I got older I was able to talk more about like my feelings for people whether it was a sibling, a cousin, someone I dated or just like my feelings that day or thinking about like a black man like being subjected to certain stuff so like that's totally dope. So how long did it take you to once you decided what you were going to do start your business was it a, a lengthy process so what i did because i i knew i wanted to you know st start a business and i have i have a whole list like you know and you know this when you start one business you, when you start thinking about ideas you start thinking about 101 ideas and you're like okay yes, what can i do what do i do first what you know so that's where my mind was going so but what i did and i tell um my friends that asked uh, to ask is, you know, I, I knew I wanted to start a business. I figured out what I wanted to do. And I, I planned, I planned for a year prior. So when I say I planned, it wasn't um, like me every day. It was like, okay, I know by, I think I'm, I'm, I launched in, it's 2019. So I launched in 2018, April of 2018. I launched, wait, a year. So I launched in April, um, but I started planning the April before, but it wasn't like 
I'm doing this every day. I'm stressing myself out. It was okay. Make goals. Do this this month. Do this this month. Get inventory and try pieces out. Uh, buy jewelry and wear it out and see. You know, do people say, "Ooh, I like that," or do people ask you, "Oh, where you got? Where did you get that from?" Being in those Facebook groups, doing research that way. So for a whole year, I kind of saved money to where okay, I'm like, I don't, I know I don't want to get a loan for my business. I'm gonna save money. I'm gonna start if I get a piece that I really like. I'm gonna go, you know, ahead and order that. I'm gonna start watching more videos on getting, um, on improving my jewelry making skills. So for a whole year, I did that. And then when I was like, okay, I know I want to launch my birthday April. Um, I just did it. I, I really just did it and I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. It wasn't perfect. But then I, I saw the podcast. I'm not sure what podcast it was, but it was like, that's what most entrepreneurs do. They try to wait until everything is perfect. And when they do it, it's still not going to be perfect because they're going to want to keep changing things. So I just mm -hmm. went ahead and launched. So but before I launched, it was about a year of me planning, doing research and me just making sure that everything, if I could maintain it on my own by myself. Oh, wow, that's dope. So how has it been? <clears throat> so we were in the group, was it, um, damn it Evil Teak 101? Yep. So in there, it was like where I got like so much knowledge from like, oh, don't be, uh, I'm not currently an LLC yet, but because of what Swank Blue said, you know, like be a sole proprietor until you do X, mm -hmm. Y, and Z. Um, and doing those different things. And I was the same way. My whole thought was like, oh, so I was, I was supposed to launch my clothing, my uh, clothing boutique first. And student loans kicked uh -huh. my butt. So it was like, I can't do the clothing boutique because student loans kicking your butt. And you got to get student loans away from you. So I was like what else can I do like I can't I can't stop myself my sister was like you still working on your book get your book out like don't you know it, nothing has to be in the order that you don't wrote it down in and I'm like a, a, a anal planner when mm -hmm. it comes to certain things like feel like it has to go in this order and she was like no it don't do your book and now I'm planning on the launch of the boutique but I've been like what you said I'm I've had uh, Zoom calls with friends, showing them like the clothes that I was thinking mm -hmm. about picking out, like saying like, hey, what do y'all think about this? You know, this is what X, Y, and Z is wearing now. Would you buy this? And doing those different things. And I think it's important for other entrepreneurs to know like what you said, plan and, and actually watch videos, research, do that because you give yourself the knowledge and the capability to actually make sure that you're successful so you don't have to depend on anyone else right? I think a lot of people too I think a lot of people so I know for a fact um, we we've, we've communicated a lot on Facebook and um, it, we, when we were in that group I think mm -hmm. a lot of people think that information is like I'm, I'm gonna hold on to it and I'm not gonna I think this is for newer people like I'm gonna hold on to this information I'm not gonna share it but people are so willing to share everything that you need to know from mm -hmm. beginning to end and most of it is probably free so it's kind of like ask those yeah. questions like you know what i'm saying you're not you're not losing anything by the worst somebody could say is no no but i guarantee you if you're asking somebody like that has done it before you would probably be extremely excited to speak with somebody that wanted to publish a book 
you know what I'm saying, to tell them how you did it. So I think people picking people brain and doing that research is one of the most important important parts of, you know, being an entrepreneur is, is doing your research and then talking to people who have done it so they can, t- they can say, okay, this is what I did, this worked for me, this didn't work. And then you weighing out, okay, this is what I think I can go. And if I messed up, this person messed up and they're still successful, so I'm gonna be fine. Yeah, and I think that's what, um, even though I haven't, excuse me, even though I don't have the clothing boutique launch yet, I still have a website and I still like different like merchandise on there. And some people like, oh, Keely, you have this business going, you're doing da-da-da, you making boo-hoo. And I was like, no, I'm not. But because it's my own, it's my baby, I'm pushing it. And hopefully within the next two, two years, three years, then I'll be this powerhouse that I want to be. But right. you know, it's okay that you think that I got buku, you know, that's great. But it takes time. It takes uh, like the studying, the crafting and putting in the consistent work. Like at first I didn't want to do this podcast. I was like, shit, it's going to cost me more money to do the podcast than it is, you know. But it's it's so good that you're doing this because mm-hmm. people are people can see okay so most people see most people see that them people the people that get on Instagram and they may make it to the shade room and immediately get a hundred thousand followers and they mm-hmm. a, a normal person some people and I even thought that way at one point like okay I'm gonna launch this business and then within the first two weeks I'm gonna have 500 followers on Instagram I'm gonna have a thousand dollars in sales because that's what I see on the internet when I see those ads that's what I see people don't see this yeah. part People don't see that it does take a couple of years it may take some people overnight you know but for the most part it's going to take you putting the work in to see those results that you see on um, on Instagram. People don't really show that behind the scenes that this didn't happen, you know, overnight. Because I'm still working. Like I, just like you said, in a couple years, I'm hoping like I'm building my cushion now. So in a couple years, I can be one of those people I'm looking at. Like, oh, that's who I want to be. Yeah. Like I don't have to work my nine to five anymore because mm-hmm. I have the streams of income now where I don't need the nine to five. I don't need that extra extra money or the insurance I can afford it all mm-hmm. on my own which is what people really have to look at uh, like thinking about that so for me I want us to get into like thinking about the pandemic when the pandemic started I had just launched my book and just started my podcast so um it was it wasn't difficult it just made the maybe yeah I feel like it made the podcast a little bit less fun because we couldn't have people in the house with us but then we thought about zoom and changed up like this so then that came but as far as sales went sales still it's like good day bad day good day bad day and uh my friend one of my friends who's thinking about starting a business was just speaking on like being so beat down by it and I was like well I wasn't beat down by COVID and she asked me why I wasn't I and I told her I said well you know I feel like COVID was not, COVID is nothing but opportunity, right? Like it's consistent opportunity. Like they gave up those SB loans, those SBA loans. I'm not gonna lie and say I got either of them because I didn't. <laughs> they didn't give me the grant. They didn't give me the nothing. Uh, I didn't throw anything my way. But um, there were so many different things. And then like with working with the podcast, it's been making me find different ways to elevate the podcast, to make it better. So by the time it gets to 
someone from the breakfast club or someone else looking and saying like oh wow this is a really good podcast or whatever and this is where she we can see from episode one to this episode where she's come from she's somebody that could be a success now i've built up that particular thing what has been has there been a struggle for you or has there been anything that has been challenging uh during the pandemic so a, a, a few people have asked me that because you automatically think, okay, you think she sells jewelry, okay? Typically, in the jewelry that I sell, most of it, you know, it's these it's these big earrings, it's these statement earrings. It's the earrings that you probably, you're not gonna wear every day. Like, these are my everyday earrings. Um, I have hoops that I wear every day, you know, but if I'm going out, I'm wearing my statement earrings. Um, so people are like, okay, what are you what are you gonna do for your business? But surprisingly, my business actually elevated during um, during the pandemic. It it I think that I had a chance to really really work on it. Like I had a chance to uh, focus more on the photo qualities on the pictures on my website. I actually, I was doing research on when you write captions, it needs to be personal to the audience. Like I was able to look into so many things and change, like you said, elevate my business. And then another thing that I think that made it better during the pandemic is keep in mind, most of the stuff that I sell has inspirational stuff on it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were down during the pandemic. Like a lot of people were down. Like I, I even got depressed, you know, during the pandemic. And so it was for some people shopping is like therapy, but then when they're shopping, they were shopping for inspirational stuff and they may have just been yep. wearing like, I'm, I'm in the house right now and I have on, you know, a watch and bangles. I just wear them. So it may have been like a security blanket type thing. So it didn't affect me in a negative way. Um, I will say it kind of, it weighed both ends because I had time to really, really focus on, on my business. Um, I actually did my first, um, my first virtual open mic during the pandemic. Um, where, I don't know if you were there, but I did my first virtual open mic during the pandemic because I had time to, to plan it. And so I can't complain. Um, I can't complain, but it's now it's getting a little old. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say like now I'm over this crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I tell, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm over it, but like I was telling a coworker, I'm like, I'm over it, but I'm not over living, so I'm cool. If you tell me to stay in the house, I'm gonna stay in the house. Right. <laughs> so I'm gonna do what I gotta do to make sure I can get up time to see y'all. Got mama's my mama. <laughs> right. And I work. I work for the state. Like I work for the state in North Carolina. So I've been. I've been <laughs> working from home since March 11th. So I've been working from home. I've been. I haven't been back in my office since March 11th. It was March 13th for us. Oh, wow. That's the last day that I was at work. March 13th. <laughs> yeah, March 13th. So, to, to that's the, I know I with like sales, like constantly having sales, doing different things. I think it froze a little bit. I don't know what is going on. I can hear you. I'm sorry. I don't 
know my whole screen just went blank and then popped back up. It's rain. It's storming over here, y'all. I'm it's so storming sorry. here too. It's fine. <laughs> it's storming and the screen just went. This is the second time it's done this crap. Okay, I apologize, y'all, for the technical difficulty. The technical difficulty, but uh, we're getting through it. But um, I've seen so many people like doing so well with their businesses. Um, and then I've seen like so many, like listening to um, Barack Obama and Joe Biden talk on yesterday. One of the things that they talked about was like so many small businesses, it's at least 10,000 small businesses that are gonna close and that will never be able to open back up again because of this pandemic. Um, <clears throat> and then I know, I know so many people like, I. oh, I hope my friend don't keep me, I'm not gonna say no names. So like the SBA loans and all that stuff, <coughs> I know several people, like I know one person that said they got in the upper 50,000s of dollars, but have no business. So I was like, wow. And I'm not hating on nobody, but I'm just like, damn, I have a business. You know, they, the questions, one of the questions on that, do you have a business? You got your EIN number. I have an EIN number. I have an employee. Like, <laughs> you know, I have, I have two employees actually. Um, I'm paying them out of pocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like, you, you're not gonna help me? And I feel like, I felt so slighted by that. And there were so many other people like giving and that people were like, well, you, y'all jealous of people? No, no, I'm not jealous. I am, I was offended by the fact that all the money was gone to people. And it's like, you don't even have real businesses. Like yeah. you, you done make the, made up fake stuff and you got the money and the businesses that do need it can't get it. But it's the government, so the government's gonna find find that out. The government's gonna get their money back. <laughs> oh, I hope they know that. <laughs> I don't think they care. Because <laughs> oh, it's well. like like they're not well not you no know, like not getting smart or anything. But I'm like I don't think people period care. They're like give me, give me, give me. That's uh -huh. like the whole idea. But like give me, give me, give me. Like with this, if I would have been getting that that eight hundred dollars every week. <laughs> I would have bought some land. I would have stayed. I would have got a house somewhere. Bank account would be stacked. Like I wouldn't be in, in dire straits right now because they're getting ready to end unemployment. And I, I think that's something that this has taught me too during this pandemic is that being a business owner, you have to think about your business and how you're going to make it survive so that you can survive. Cause this is right. like I, anyway, this is my baby. Like I want to see my brand everywhere. I want to see my podcast blow up. I want to see my book sell. So I'm pushing it. What are things that? What are some things or advice you can give people who are pushing to build a brand or build a business and just find themselves in like either dire straits or just don't know which way to go? I think. So my advice would be whatever you're doing, like some people, some people start businesses to make money and they're very successful making money. They are. But I think some people also start businesses because they have a passion for something and it's something they like really, really believe in or it's a message that they want to get out. It's a product that will help people. It's a product that will make people's lives easier. It's something that will benefit, like, okay, this worked for me or this did something for me and I want you to experience it or be a part of it or just have, you know, have a piece of it and it's gonna benefit. So I think when you 
if you're starting your business and you are passionate about what you're doing and it's meaningful to you, I, I honestly don't think that there's any way it can fail. I think if you start a business and the end goal is like if you if you're selling dog collars and you you can't you can't stand dogs like you don't like dogs, clearly mm-hmm. you're you're in business to make money. That's not going to work out for you. I don't. I, it could, but that's probably not going to work out for you. So I think any entrepreneur, anybody that's thinking about starting a business, it can't be just to make money. It's it's really got to be you know something you're passionate about because there are probably people that when this pandemic started, they had to they had to stop. Like they they just they gave up or they were like, you know what? I mean, I mean, I don't care about this. I'm not doing it. But you also have your people like, I believe in it that much that I'm going to make it through this pandemic. I'm going to do what it takes. Like, so it gives you, it gives you drive. Like, so if you're passionate about it, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the number one thing because you're going to want to see it succeed. If you don't care about something, you can, it could, it could die down and it's not going to really matter. But if, if your heart's in it, if your heart and your soul's in it and you're invested in it, then you have no choice but to, you know what I'm saying? You have no choice but to want to see it grow and so i think that's the number one thing is be invested in it like personally passionately and and it really being meaningful meaningful to you yeah yeah i think that's that's why i was able to push so so much was because it was something it was my baby it was something that i wanted to do something that i felt that i was good at um something that i felt could be impactful for my family and families, the generations behind us and the people surrounding us. Um, I mean, I even, I was buying little stuff, you know, for my business with school when we were actually in school. Then the pandemic hit and I was like, oh, I'm saving money because I ain't going outside. Let me buy this, this desk. Oh, that, I, I, I can get a backdrop. I can get a ring light. <laughs> I can get all I this stuff. It's like, I get all this stuff. Oh my God. With this extra money. And it was, like I said, it was a blessing. Because at first I was on this little, I think it's a little desk that you, um, you know how you have those little um, fold up desks that you pull out to eat on? Like you can put mm-hmm. it from somebody's chair and put on it. At first it's what my uh, podcast equipment was set up on. I'm like, now I got this podcast equipment sitting to the side and I'm recording on this computer. But I feel like we just have to, if I could give them any advice, like, like I feel like I feel like you, that they do need to uh, invest in themselves. I just feel like it has to be also, it has to be this burning desire that you can't stop. Like I understand puppy can't stop, won't stop. Like you can't stop. Like, oh, the pandemic happened. Like when this happened, I remember talking to my production manager and telling him like, I said, so many people are sad, but I'm excited. And he asked me why. I was like, because I get to work on my business. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would be at home. And while I'm waiting on my students to come to class, I can have my personal laptop up doing stuff for my business. Mm-hmm. You know, researching, doing different things or whatever. And to me, that was totally awesome to be able to do. Because it, and that's why I think that even though COVID, uh, God rest everyone's soul, including my aunt who passed away from COVID-19. I'm sorry to hear even that. Even though COVID has taken so many lives, oh, thank you, taken so many lives and done so many things, I also, and I think this is just, it's just me anyway, I always have to find a silver lining in whatever it is. I pushing it. So what is next up for Accessorize? So I am, so I'm, 
I'm still learning. Um, and I think you know that as well. Like you, you're constantly always, always learning. And so what I'm doing now is like I told you from the beginning, my poetry or my passion is poetry. You know, I, I'm kind of, you'd be surprised, but I'm an introvert. Like I'm very, I've, I've spit one poem and that was on the virtual open mic that I hosted, but I would really like to use accessorize as my outlet for my poetry. That was ultimately my my goal from the start. So I would like to start recording poetry and incorporating it with my jewelry um, within the next, yeah. I would say I wanna, I keep saying, I, I said I was gonna do it in the beginning, I've done it once, but that's like the scary part of it because that's like the, the heart, the heart strings of it. But I wanna incorporate, you know, um, my poetry and then also like my quotes that I've written on bracelets and, hopefully extend into like clothes like melanin and um clothes that celebrate us oh wow that's awesome i would i wish i I guess i didn't pay a close enough attention to the because i didn't see the virtual open mic night because everybody's been my god sister has been trying to get me to do an open mic night for years she was like i think once you do one you are completely i'm like you i'm an introvert i don't i'm good without people (laughs) but that's the thing because because it was online that's what may I think that's why it was because a lot of people are introverts and I think that's actually why I was able to do it because I'm like you know what I'm not in front of anybody I'm not and if, mm-hmm. the, if, if I get embarrassed I didn't do it but I'm like if the worst case scenario I could just turn my computer off and say my camera died or something <laughs> worst case scenario I would just turn it off and run away but I think it was like people just being able to be in their living room and kind of just some people spit like spoken words some people wrote it and then like one and this was one little boy we had on the invite you had to be 18 to get in um not to get in but to to participate Mm -hmm. because we didn't know what the content of some of the poems would be do you know a little boy he told a story he told a story um he he was he lied he was the little boy was in there he wanted to recite a poem he was like 15 but when I tell you the poem was good, his mom was there with him. She knew what he was doing. They were in a, I think, I don't know where they were, but she like found out later and I thought it was, everything was fine, but he wanted to share his poem so bad. He saw it like on Instagram that he lied about his age. And I was like, that is how important it is for people to hear or for people to even share in here like poetry. So being in the comfort of your own home, you might be able to, we might, we might need to get together and plan one. <laughs> great mind, think of it. Because that would be, be my next question. What are you planning your next one? Because you know what I want to do? I want to send you a copy of my book and get you to do a review on it. If that's something that you're up for. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Okay. We haven't talked about a next one. Um, I've been, I've been writing, like I've been, I've been writing, but I'm, I don't know how you write, but when I write, I have like, okay, this is amazing. This is okay. I'm writing this one the next day. Oh my goodness. I got another idea. So I have 56 unfinished pieces just that I'm telling you, you, it's two lines. Oh, that's hot. Oh, that's good. You know, but then it's like, okay, what's the rest? You know what I'm saying? And it's 56 of those. Nothing's done. <laughs> Nothing's done. So I've been working on stuff, but I would love to, you know, get something complete and, you know, get back, get back on the mic. Oh my gosh. Like in my, so I, like you said, like this process is crazy. If I get an idea, if something, words start flowing, I immediately have to to write. Mm -hmm. I I text myself. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I just text myself one on Sunday. Uh, something about what I say. I love you past your ego. I love you through your pain. I love you even if who you really are wasn't the same. Not the same position of what you showered with the crowd. I love you so deep that your facade would bow down. Like, like it was. I, I don't. I don't know what. Can't remember what made me start writing this, but yeah, I was. And I'm always putting it in. It's on here because I'm like, I'm, I can email. I can text myself. Uh huh. <laughs> And I text to myself, so yeah, we should plan one. I'm totally. It could be like a Houston uh, Riley Connect. Oh yeah, that that would be dope. And when I tell you, because it was on the internet, there were people from. There was some people for. I don't even. But there was somebody from Canada in there, and I was like, ooh. I guess because of course it's Instagram, you know, and it, the, it was up there. But we had a couple feature poets, and then some people signed up, um, and it was it was pretty dope. I think I have, I actually do, if you look on, after this is over, if you look on my IG Live, I have the piece that I did up there. Okay. Let me write this note to myself. I'll make sure I get on IG Live. But I will look that up. That is so awesome. Yes. Do you think, have you ever thought about going into um, partnering with someone with your accessories on their sites or different things like that because I know you have she has our own site accessorize.com please go check it out it is gorgeous you really love it um it's friendly it's straight to the point you see the pieces and all that stuff so go check her out um but what if you thought about like like either making statement pieces for other people or trying to put your stuff on other websites have you considered that or thought about doing it during the pandemic so I'm currently, um, I'm, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but there's a brand, it's called the Vitamin Inbox, and it's a subscription box of all things melanin. Um, her name is Carrie, um, Carrie Croft. I believe she's from New York, but she has a business called, it's called the Vitamin Inbox. And I'll actually tag you on it because you probably left the page. Um, but she features different um, women of color, African-American women, businesses in this subscription box monthly and I've worked with her twice so I'm actually in the July box this month um, but as far as like I would love to be on somebody else's website or you know in a store or you know one of my friends maybe nail salons that's something I would love to do I've actually looked up like how to start it um, but I just haven't had time um, I work a nine-to-five too just and it's it's hard like I, it is hard to run a business by yourself and then also work a nine-to-five and for, I, I watched she did that on Netflix and on Netflix they're like you gotta quit your nine-to-five you gotta quit your nine-to-five and I'm like I would love you know you have to be able to put a bunch of time behind your business um, and I am doing that but it's, it's getting a little it gets exhausting so I haven't had the time to do what I want to do because I do work a nine to five. Um, so I've had those thoughts as well. Like, okay, Keisha, what's next? Do I need to, what if accessorize was my nine to five? Accessorize could be my nine to, you know what I'm saying? So thoughts like yeah. that to be able to expand and do stuff like that. Yeah. I was, I'm in this other group called, some group called the women, something, a women coalition or something on Facebook. Business women, something, I can't think, I'm sorry. I can't think of the name of it, but. Uh, a couple of days ago, this young lady got on there. And she was just, she was like, "Y'all, I'm just venting." 
you know, I really want to quit my nine to five, but I need it. And so many people got on her post and was like, that was the, you know, that was the best thing I ever did was quit my nine to five. You know, she was just telling them like, you know, her fear was that, you know, she doesn't want to lose the insurance for her kids or for herself. And she doesn't want to um, put that big of a burden on her business when her business hasn't seen this particular sales that she wanted it to see. And there was a couple of women on there that was like, you know, I, I stopped working and I didn't do da da da. But I'm like, maybe if you had, I saw one lady say, if you have six to nine months saved up, take the jump. But if you don't, you know, keep working so you can do what you can do. And it, it, that I makes, think that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And that's what, um, when I watch, have you watched She Did That on Netflix? No, I actually was grabbing my pen because the other pen that I got don't work. So I'm like, let me ask her. I was getting ready to ask it. So you said she did that. Yes, it is um, the, the the owner of the lip bars featured in it. There's a bunch of women. Um, uh, there's a bunch of people in it that you probably recognize. But basically, they kind of say, you know, their business journey of entrepreneurship. And a lot of them was you have to quit your job. Like you have to quit your nine, nine to five. And just like you just said, the lady in the group said having that money saved up as a cushion. Because, I mean, I believe in myself. I do. But I also we have we have loans you know we have car payments you know we have that type of stuff that is got to get that doesn't get paid on believing in yourself you know what i'm saying so once i i have that amount saved up where i know okay i can just quit and i can focus 110% on, on 120% on accessorize which is what i plan on doing but for right now i will be you know my 9 to 5 and accessorize but I actually like my nine to five too. So mm. now I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm I'm getting ready to look up. So what did you do to get in the box, the subscription box? And I'm like, oh, maybe I can put my book in one of these subscription boxes. So you what know? I'll do, um, I I'll actually I'll actually tag like I'll tag you on her. I'll, t- I'll tag I'll connect you to, but um, that was part of that networking thing, like getting on Instagram and kind of like. Say for instance, if maybe you are on my page, or if I was, if I went to your page and I saw, you know, the name of something that looked familiar, and that's what it was. I saw that the vitamin M box, M box, and I was like, what is that? It was that type of name, like what, you know, what is that? And I clicked it, and I was like, oh wow, you know. And I just started following, and she started following me, and we started like writing each other, and then she was kind of like this is you know what what i do i want to feature in my box and she i believe she does a little bit of everything so i definitely connect y'all this has been a great conversation um like like have my wheels turning on so much stuff like we need to i don't know if i have your number but i know i inbox you a lot (laughs) like because uh, I really would love to actually do those couple of things, like send you this book, get you to re- do a review, and let's do another virtual open mic, and I will spit a piece. <laughs> I will conquer my fear. <laughs> that would be so. That would be dope. And we can get so many other people, and may- maybe we can this time around uh, lower the age as-, as long as the parents could like do like a consent form or something. <laughs> yeah. Because when I tell you, we, even when he got him, I was like, I was listening. I was like, this little boy is not, this little boy is not 18. <laughs> and then, look, girl, he did, 
it, he started, it was good, but he started his poem off with like a, I don't know what song, it, it was like a song, it was, but it was a song that was like over his age. It, he started off with the verse of that song and everybody was in the chat box like, that sounds to me. And I was like, Lord, Jesus, this boy. But his mom stayed on after. She was like, he just really loves poetry, but it was cute. It was real cute. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, I have one other question. If you could do anything differently than what you've done now, if you could, what would you do? Or what would you tell younger Keisha Simone to make her prepare for where you're at now? I would, what I would do differently is... I would have changed my mindset in the beginning just a little bit. I say that, and maybe this will help somebody, but when I initially started and when I initially launched, for some reason, I just thought that everybody was going to have my back. Everybody was going to shop with me immediately, that all my friends and family were gonna be my promotion. Like, I just thought that it was, like, I knew I was doing it by myself, but I honestly thought, like, it was going to be like, okay, these people that I talk to all the time are going to be, they're going to be working kind of for me, but they're going to be, not working, but they're going to, you know, like, the stuff I see on Instagram, like, they're going to just wear, be posting accessorized every day, they're going to be wearing it every day, and I, my friends support me, they do, but it didn't happen the way that I thought it did. I thought that I was going to, that it would come a little bit easier. And so I got a little bit discouraged because I expected, I had expectations for other people. You know what I'm saying? I had expectations for other people to fulfill my my needs, if that makes sense. And when that stuff didn't, when that, that didn't happen, when, you know, when these friends, they might post me once a month instead of, you know, once every day, like I see other people. Like when that stuff, did, I got a little bit discouraged. And I, I got a little bit, I'm not, I was a little bit upset with them. But then when I saw that I was being myself on my Instagram page and I was creating content that people can relate to, it was complete strangers that were doing what I expected my friends to do. It was complete strangers that were commenting on, com making comments on every post. It was complete strangers who were, you know, shopping with me, being repeat customers. So I think that I would have changed my mindset in the beginning to one of, in a, not, in, not in a negative way, but Keisha, like nobody's going to have your back like you're going to have your back. Like nobody is going to, you know, root for you like you're going to root for you. So you have to understand that and don't expect you from other people. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> like our stories are so similar it's ridiculous because I, I I I had the same thing I was like well I know these four people right here I know they gonna do X, Y, and Z because I always supported them like I have a a person that they started a business or two and if you open my closet there's multiple things from them like if I support you I support you I'm gonna do my best if it's, if it's okay. Well, I'm gonna support you when I gotta catch your sale, or if I'm gonna support you when I'm about one item, I'm gonna show you that hey, I see you and I, you know, I want to support. 
And I was like, man, I didn't receive, I, at first I was pissed off at people. I was like, like this, like really? Like you? And then I had to tell myself the same thing you said. I was like, Keely, you can't expect you from you because these people, you got people that are now probably, they was your friend because you were buying stuff from them and now they pissed off because you out here doing the same thing or you trying to build a business too. And now you might finna be up there with exactly. them when they thought they could you here. You know, it was, <clears throat> it was this multiplicity of this array of emotions. And I felt just like you, I, I had to tell myself, you can't expect you from you. And if, when I say strangers, I mean, people from New York were buying stuff. Uh, I forgot to share today, but I'm gonna share it a little bit later. Like today on my, I have on the podcast, I do Facebook and I do Faith Over Fear Fridays. And in there, I talked about today, like having the audacity to just look back from where you came from and think about where you're headed and think about what you've overcome. And I got on my anchor, which is my housing site for my podcast. I got on there and I looked at the analytics. I have people from Germany. Oh wow! Uh, Canada, United States, um, other all these other places. I'm fifty percent, fifty percent males listen to my podcast. Who would have thought? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was fifty percent, and it's not fifty percent women. And I saw that, and I was like, damn! Like you thinking, you know, you have those thoughts. Like, God, the view, the viewers, you know, wasn't really high on this episode. Da da da. But look at where you come. From. look at what you're doing look at your capabilities and it's not even the people that always hollering i'm gonna rock with you i got your back i'm gonna do that it's not them they're not looking then it's unfortunate but you can't let that you can't let that stagnate you or hinder your relationship you got to learn right. how to handle boom there's real long and then you got to keep pushing and building your brand and building you right absolutely that is oh, this has been this is God knows what what to send and how to send it. <laughs> you, know, you know, like when to send what and how to send what. Because I I'm not gonna lie, I've been being lazy with my book. Um, don't kill me, Anthony. Because um, <laughs> I'm uh, supposed to be finishing up the second part. Uh, the second, so I have a trilogy, uh, volume one, two, and three. So I'm supposed to be finishing up uh, part two so that it can get ready to drop. And I've just been, I I went stayed in Mississippi for two weeks, three weeks, three weeks. I stayed in Mississippi for three weeks, came back, was like, came back and was actually didn't feel good. Was laid up in the bed for uh, three or four days and then got back, got a little bit of my life back together and was like, okay, yeah, I still don't want to do no work. I just want to shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm quarantined. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm trying to get my life together. So whatever you're doing, people out there, uh, be grateful, look back, and like, if you really gonna start something, do the research. Do the research mm -hmm. and have a mindset of, I ain't got it all together, but I'm gonna get there. And you don't have to have everything laid out to start. Just right. that goddamn start. <laughs> right. Is there any last words that you would like to leave the virgins with? Any encouragement, anything that you wanna say? Well, I just, I mean, I wanna, anything that I feel like if you're passionate about, there's a way if you, want to start a business or if you want to put it out there that there's a there's a way to do it and you just got to be creative with it um and I just want to tell you I, I've been following you I just I'm proud of you congratulations on your success I really enjoy you just this is the first time we've like talked but you're the same way this way than you that you are on you know what I'm saying and so yeah. I just wanted I wanted to share that with you thank you so much y'all hear that people like I'm crazy I'm crazy <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, it's really me. This is it. Like I can't, you know. Like you said, you 
what I liked about one thing that you said was that when you were up, when you were offended by people not doing X, Y, Z, you realize like, hey, I'm being my authentic self. I'm being mm-hmm. me. And if you're not living on this, that's your fault, not mine. Mm-hmm. And I think this was starting to made me like push myself to do too. Like, you ain't fucking with me. I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking with okay. you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with me. You ain't got to fuck with me. I am. <laughs> you missing out. You're bad. <laughs> but it has been a pleasure. And thank you so much. You've always been like, you like, I remember when you shared my picture. I told my my I said, oh, I'm modeling somebody's jewelry on their website. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, you got to send me some more. No, that picture actually, because you know how that picture with the head on and the earrings, it's one of the uh-huh. ones, you know how you get the thing, it was like, this post is getting 95 or 85% more engagement. Do you get those things in your Instagram? Uh, no, I don't get it on my Instagram. I probably need to see how to do that. I got, I it, it, I got it on my Instagram for that picture. So, yes, uh-huh. that, that that was a money shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was a money shot. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm going to keep supporting. I actually was supposed to, what I realized today was that I was supposed to order some more of these and I had not yet. So I'm going to make sure I <laughs> go and do that because I wanted to give me another pair of my mom, my sister a pair uh, and some other stuff too. But thank you so much. Like I, I really enjoy what you're doing. Like it's inspiring. Um, and I can't wait to work on this other stuff. If you can inbox me your address so I can ship this book off to you tomorrow. And again, I would love to work on the virtual thing, the virtual uh, open mic night. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Okay. All right. I'll email you right now. So I'll send it to you right now. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Keisha. I know you just got off and it's late there because what is nine o'clock now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good old North Carolina. Okay. Thank you for your time and you have a great weekend, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Burgers, thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Um, if you want to start a business if you want to start for anything the first thing to do is just start if that's getting your EIN number if that's writing out a plan if that's setting up something for yourself like setting different things aside for yourself to do like making a list of things you want to knock off whatever it is do what you feel you need to do in order to make sure that you're going toward that particular success and don't expect you from you only you can give you you Uh, accept people for where they are be okay with that. Be okay for what they do. And understand that what they don't do is not going to hinder you. Right? Thank y'all so much. We had a great night. And we'll see y'all back next week. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, and share this thing. Okay? Spotify. Pod, Spotify Podcast. Apple Podcast. Google Podcast. Stitcher. Overcast. Get there. Then go ahead and go to YouTube now. I'm still telling y'all to get over to YouTube, but y'all missing out because y'all will see me jump up out of chairs and do all this crazy stuff. Get over there. Like, go watch me. Go watch. You know what? Go watch them mukbangs. They were good. I'm going to do another mukbang. I'm probably going to do another one. I got one coming up. So, like, go watch my stuff. Like, share, subscribe. Like, do that. That's free. That's free to me. Like, pump your sister up. Okay. <laughs>